What's up, RSL Nation? It's your boys Adele and the Baker with another post-match quickie podcast. The Baker, dude, you gotta stop yelling, man. You gotta stop yelling. I'm not yelling. I'm talking. You're talking hard. Real Salt Lake just beat the Colorado Rapids on the road by a scoreline of three goals. Excuse me, three points to two points. No, it was goals. How you feeling? Um, dude, I'm t- I'm I'm genuinely tired. Like I'm so exhausted from that game. Um, y- you know, I-, I know you're gonna get into this, but like the emotional drain at this point is beautiful. I mean, it it stopped being entertainment years ago. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This it's isn't not, fun it's anymore. Not, it's not entertainment. I'm I'm have I'm gonna I'm gonna have like a massive heart attack by the time I'm like 45 because of soccer, like I just can't. Just, the body isn't meant for this kind of stress. Just just make it after a game, okay? It's it's too much. I mean, what what if you have a heart attack at halftime and then we win? <laughs> I mean that that's a new tradition then. No, like all kidding aside, like there isn't really a whole lot more you could ask of a game. Uh, from an objective perspective. Right. If I was like a neutral third party, I'd yeah. be like, man, that was a crazy game. That was yeah. all over the place. I, yeah. I'm i not going to call it a good game by any stretch of the imagination. Um, it was. If I was a neutral third party, I would be like, I got my money's worth. That was entertaining. So I, I'm going to agree with you only because we actually ended up winning. Oh, if we lost that, I'd be pissed. Yeah, we, we go through that roller coaster and get anything less than three points. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of Colorado fans that are feeling exactly the way we're feeling. Maybe a little worse because they haven't won yet at all, and and they just lost this game. Like that, right. that like that, there's not a lot of things I'm gonna feel sorry for. Right from for their them. from their perspective, wouldn't it be like, all right, what the hell else can we do to win a game? Right, like it's I'm and you know I I compared it half or quasi jokingly on the tweet machine and probably on the Facebook page by now mm-hmm. as well. Because it was scheduled mm-hmm. as a as, as a bull ride, right? Right. It seemed like if you ever watch bull riding, it's mm-hmm. it's you have to stay on for eight seconds, right? But it's a crazy eight seconds, right? Right. <laughs> or even like funny car racing, like quarter mile racing, mm-hmm. where they go zero to three hundred miles an hour in like one point something seconds, right? It's short, but very extreme. It's super extreme. like, And this seemed like a 96-minute version of an 8-second bull ride. It was like every moment of the game was an 8-second bull just ride. Just hang on for dear life. It was just, just, yeah, just <laughs> wait for it to end. <laughs> every time you think, all right, I think I figured it out. You're like, nope, you didn't. Well, there was that uh, stretch of time... Um, between our first goal and our second goal, that one minute and 30 seconds, I think it was, mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh, we're going to blow these dudes out. And then that very quickly evaporated. Oh, quickly. Super quickly. Because yeah. it, it seemed like our defense, and we get into the details in just a second, mm-hmm. got sloppy immediately afterwards. Let's get into some of the talking points here. Right. What are we going to tell the people? V-A-R. Man of the match. Not literally, but so. almost. Four VAR calls, I think, in this game. Yeah. So we had the the glad red. We oh. had the penalty, mm-hmm. right? 
were the others? Oh, uh, there was their penalty call. Remember their penalty. Their, their penalty. And then. Oh, there was a non-VAR. Oh, their the, goal. Yeah, the offside. Yeah, so there wasn't properly VAR. He didn't go back and look, but there was a there was a review of it. Right. All four went in our favor. Now, to be fair, mm-hmm. I think three out of those four, objectively speaking, because I am a homer and it's sometimes difficult to speak objectively. Right. I think Justin Glad, and we'll get into that in a sec. Well, actually, let's just get into it. This let's is part it. of it's, VAR. It's a quickie. So it's I think quickie. I think Justin Glad deserved to get that red card. Absolutely. So I thought that VAR went in our favor. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't have. Yeah, I agree. It's the the other three were blatant and obvious. That penalty on Bolfo, yeah, it was a is, penalty. Is an absolutely clear penalty. The only reason VAR is even necessary there is because the refs originally and initially made the wrong call or no call. That's right. a clear penalty. I agree. Right? I think their penalty call on did the handball. Get, did that get? Oh, the, yeah, 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 the handball against the uh, Beasler. Yeah. Right. That's not a penalty. Right. I don't I just don't think that's a penalty. If it's a penalty that's an extremely soft penalty. Right. I think I'm going to go look for it cuz I feel right. like I owe you one. It's, and it, and it, it could be one of those things where had it initially been called a penalty, mm-hmm. I can see how they uphold it cuz there's no clear and obvious error the other way. Exactly. Sure. So that's that's not worthy overturning for me. He did not go for the ball. I think his hand didn't even yeah. I don't, I don't think he had any like idea. the flight of the ball right. exactly. Right. Um, we have the Justin Glad one. Uh, what was the other one? Bofo. No, Bofo penalty. I think that's a clear penalty, right? Uh, right. And then uh, the the offside. Oh, the offside. Yeah, he was offside. Right. I mean, it's it's sure it was tight. Off. It was tight. Though. It was very tight. But he but was off. At the end of the day, there's a line drawn, and mm-hmm. you're on one side or the other. Right. And there's it, even it is, a rule that it is says binary. It even it's binary. Exactly. There's Either even a rule that says day. if if you're on the line, mm-hmm. we know what the rule means, and that's that's black on white. That's clear. Right. I think the one we shouldn't have gotten overturned our way. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I'm super happy and glad it did get. Uh, get it? Glad. I'm glad. Nah. Um, is that it did get turned our way? Is is the Justin Glad red? Me myself personally think that's a red card. Yeah, I mean, first of all, I'm shocked he didn't get punched in the face. I think I, he might have. Because just I, never. I think he got shoved. I think you looked over at me and you're like, "That's how. That's how broken legs happen." That's exactly how legs break. <laughs> um, right there. No, it, it's. I mean. Okay, let me let me clarify. I'm a slightly bit older than Justin Glad, but mm. so is like everyone else. Yeah. Because he's like six. Teen. I mean, he's like 20s now, but yeah, okay. Okay. Someone does that to me in a soccer game. Mm. I'm punching him. I'm not a tough guy. Right. But I'm punching him. Yeah, because that's how legs get broken. Yes. Yeah. It's... So that, that, in my opinion, should have been a red card. Yeah, and, and yeah, I get it. He overturned it mm-hmm. because he got the ball. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and you I th- do I, not I go was, into a tackle sure. like that. Anyone near the ball, other than you, you do not go into the tackle that way. That's a red card. So I think I th- and I'm gonna you know just a l- first of all, I don't want it coming out that I think he shouldn't have gotten the red. I think Justin Glad 100% deserves that red card. I think we got bailed out. I think the thing that saved this for us 
was the fact that he did get a ton of the ball. Yes. And that he also did try to keep his cleats very low. Like, he didn't come in that high. Um, he tried to stay as, as tight to the ground as possible. Because that's where the ball was. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. saying it was, like, to, like, save the dude's legs or anything. Right. Um, but I think the combination of those two things is what, you know, what the official used to go back on that red. Yeah, but understood. Yeah, that, that, you, you think he should have gotten the red. So we agree mm-hmm. on three out of the four VAR calls were correct. The fourth, at least there wasn't enough evidence to overturn it. What's the, what's the, what's the fourth? The glad red. They're, yeah, they're... Okay. Well... All right. If, for the sake of a quickie, let's keep moving on. All righty. Sam Johnson. Great game. I... couple of things. Let's hear it. From the very first minute of the game, mm-hmm. it seemed like the team was looking for him. All eyes on Sam Johnson, yeah. All eyes were on Sam Johnson. And Sam put forth his usual really good, really solid game in which he hustled made his runs wasn't offside much this game was no. offside at all I don't remember uh, yeah, he had, at all. yeah I think he had like two um, and it seemed like the team was looking for him and I think it paid off not just the goal the goal yeah. was your typical number nine goal I semi-jokingly said last game or well, last excuse me uh, podcast which seems like a game it should it, it's a game they're basically games our last game uh-huh. that if you uh, if you take a shot and you keep it on frame, right, and you kick it hard, power, power was the exact phrase. Um, your chances of scoring a goal increase. Yep. It seems like that is Sam Johnson's forte. And, I mean, I think on you can... frame and as hard as possible. Where it actually ends up, who cares? That's secondary. I feel like you could make that case for most professional strikers. Well, yes. Power and on-frame tend to be winning combinations for goals. But too many of them don't get it. Sure, because they have these pesky things called called goalkeepers, which, thank God for partner. On-frame, powerful kick increases your chances of scoring a goal. I mean that's just good science. <laughs> that's just, I mean, I'll, that's I'll tell I'll, 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 I'll tell you one thing. Give me one example of a goal that was scored that was not put on frame. Um, I don't think it's possible. Yeah, there you go. There it is, folks. There you go. There it is. Checkmate. My opinion, Sam Johnson. I think played his usual Sam Johnson game so far. That was exactly what I love about the guy. I'm mm. extremely excited. To see that, A, he wasn't benched because of his comments last week. Right. Which B, I don't think was ever an option. Yep. B, that the team reacted well. Mm-hmm. There was no pissiness when he scored a goal. There seemed to be a getting together of the team. Right. Oftentimes when these some strikers who are full of themselves score a goal, you can see the team's attitude by how they react to his scoring the goal. Okay. I thought the reaction was extremely good. I thought his... Um, he, he knew he had to put up. Yeah, yeah, this he, game. yeah. You got it. You got it. And I honestly think even without the goal, great game, great he game. Almost had a, that, that being yeah. said, he almost had a second goal. He almost had a second. That was I mean, a, if it wasn't that was for... a, that was a rare Howard awesome save this year. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, right on the line there too. Um, yeah, Sam Johnson had a phenomenal game. I think. Um, so I was a little late to this game. I was listening to it on the old radio, but I think you said something interesting. It's like the team was almost looking for him too much almost. in the first five minutes yeah um and i think that just stems from like hey 
we had some i think it was like the classic case of like athletes saying things in the heat of the moment yes coaches saying things maybe a little like too raw and like a training because they're coaches and not public speakers yes and then a fan base who has people like you and i were just like i am going to consume every piece of information out yeah. there yeah. and it caused this like perfect storm of attention yep. and i think that was just their way of like guys we're here to play soccer and do it well yep. to the best of our abilities and this is just our way of showing you that everything's okay calm calm down back off a little bit yeah but all in all i think sam second best guy on the team tonight yeah okay we, we, really good segue before we finish um what's that three goals in four games now i think it's four goals in five games okay really good ratio either way oh yeah i love the race so we, we got a number nine is what we're saying we've got Th- a number this is, nine this is how long it was going to take into the year to figure out whether we do or don't have a number nine yeah we got a number nine folks he puts them on goal mm-hmm. with power that being said, and I don't want to critique his work ethic because that's counterintuitive. He runs himself into the ground. Yeah, we got to sub him out sooner if that's going to be the case. Yeah, how? How do you? Hey, but here's the thing: at the same time, if he didn't, half of our assimilation would be complaining about Sam Johnson not working hard. So I would be, if he wasn't scoring three and four or four and five or whatever it is mm-hmm. right now. For for all I care, like. What? I would not be complaining. I would be complaining about our number nine if he was scoring like a goal every five matches. Right. You're saying you're saying his rate, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, at his rate, he can literally, uh, you know, I'll bring him a tea set, you know, and he can have his, you know, tea on the field as long as he scores three and four or, you know, screw it, three and five. Right. Just to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's... Um... But the work ethic helps. Oh, for sure. For sure. But at the same time, and I'm okay with that being the case, we need to have, and and this is, I think this is something we'll probably want to get into in the Tuesday episode in depth. Mm -hmm. The substitution then, the substitution pattern needs to account for us being up on the road better. This was too, this was was too This was was crazy. All right, let's, let's move on real quick. You said, and I agree with you, Sam Mm -hmm. Johnson, second best player on the pitch tonight. Yeah. I don't know. I don't necessarily agree second best but we both agree on who the best player on the pitch was tonight absolutely and he, he was only on the field for 68 minutes bofo bofo had himself a game i think bofo hands down the most active mm-hmm. dangerous right creative player on our team tonight and he brings a mental edge like he messes with the other team's guys like he he talks smack. I love it. The, the how, kid, how many fouls did they have to commit on him before someone finally got a yellow card? I mean, it, it wasn't as late as you you would think. I mean, Danny Wilson got uh, the first yellow uh, for Colorado in the thir- in the thirty second minute. But yeah, Bofo they they just didn't have an answer for Bofo. Yeah, they so, literally had no idea what to do. So Bofo for super skilled, mm-hmm. quick, right? Eye for goal. We we won't get into. Over whom Bofo should be starting? It's Baird. I agree, but we that's a 15-minute segment. We will not get into that. All right, we'll get to that next time. But uh, I think Bofo should be starting. Right. And we've been saying that for quite a while. We have been agreeing for quite a while. And he just, he had a Bofo game. I think, I, I think, remember Plata when he joined us, whatever, four or five years ago? Mm-hmm. I think it was, was a little more than that, but okay. was basically a, a Toronto reject at that point. They gave him to us for like nothing. Yeah. And then he goes off and just 
freaking world beater for the next yeah. couple of years. DP player. Yeah. I think Bofo has that kind of capability. Oh, okay. I'm, yeah, yeah. Bofo has the talent to, do, to be a designated player he, starter. He, he totally reminds me of Plata early on when they first joined. Yeah. I mean, just freaking unstoppable. Mm-hmm. All right. You get him down, he'll get you twice after that. Right. right. Goals, not just goals, but just plays, just moves, just mm-hmm. just hustle. Uh, he drew well, the PK tonight. Yeah, drew the PK. I mean, he was just the most active. He had a couple of shots. He tried to set up some dudes. I just don't think. I know everyone else scored the goals. Right, for sure. But and you don't get, else you don't get that assists. penalty without yeah. him. No, I, 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 my opinion, hands down, Bofo, man, uh, man of the match tonight. I, I, I hundred percent agree. I and I think you put this on our Twitter. The fact that he was substituted out in the 68th minute doesn't sit super well with me. Right. Um, I do think Zhao Plata should have come in, and I'm glad Zhao Plata came in. because I, I Let's get into Zhao Plata then. But I think Bofo should have stayed on. I think Plata should have come on for Baird. I agree. Let's get into Zhao Plata. Let's. The biggest sample of minutes we have seen from Zhao Plata mm-hmm. this year. And it wasn't bad. Disagree. He hit the woodwork. Yeah. And he had... He had a good play. All right. Let, I mean, he had, he had plenty of uh, good runs in the, in the you, beginning. You, you talk while I go get a drink. That's just offensive and rude. Um, no, no. I, let's, also, let's also acknowledge the state that the game was in once Plata entered. It was up, uh, yeah, 68th minute. It was up 3-0. And it was just like, hang on for dear life. 3 Two. Three two, sorry, yeah, it was yeah. definitely never three zero. Um Zhao Plata entered thank you. Zhao Plata entered the game. It, it it wasn't like an open game at that point. It was very much like hold the ball, counter the ball, look for passes, take the ball to the corner, waste time, you know, uh, make it a little chippy. Like I, I think the fact that it even managed to generate the the you know, that attack to begin with is indicative of his talent as a player. Um Oh, his talent is never a question. Yeah, there's all the other things. That being said, I can't look at the the performance Bofo put in and say he should be starting over Bofo. Um, I can't look at you know the performance Baird had and say he should be starting over Baird. I you know like you're talking it, about Plata. Yeah. I am. okay. Like, yeah, yeah. but don't get me wrong. It was it. I would like to see Plata get 90 minutes soon, maybe like a U.S. Open Cup or something. I think he had an okay game for what the minutes were. Um, it's just, you know, he's got some really stiff competition in front of him. I think Plata came on. Mm-hmm. He had one good play. That one good play, one good play led to a shot on goal. Well, hit the frame. Hit the frame. That is it. He had some. He had some other good no, he outlets. He I don't have, remember he the other much. good outlets because what I do remember is him having the ball a bunch of other times and mm-hmm. doing nothing with it, getting it taken away, making really bad passes they got nowhere and it seemed like i i almost think i remember like the, the turning point he got on he got the ball he created that chance he hit that shot and hit the woodwork right the very next time he gets the ball he tries to make a cross field pass or like yeah, switch, half of, switch it up yeah and that goes nowhere i mean it, it just looks stupid it goes mm-hmm. just straight to the opponent's feet right and then Every other play after that was just nothing. It he, was amateurish. He, he had he had 
mistakes as yes right it, so it well, it's not it's not your what that tells me he's not in the right headset headspace he obviously has the skills he, he tried to make a couple of cute dribbles that didn't mm-hmm. go anywhere that was i i think you're being a little too harsh okay i am okay i'll tell you what though we don't have the time to get into it in detail here because we have a couple of more really important talking points we do one more individual player well two more individual players we want to call out but uh, we'll, we'll talk a lot more about plata because yeah, there's he, here's a, here's a, a te- here's a teaser for the Tuesday episode. I think it's time to get rid of Plata. I'm not saying it's not. On to the next one of the two guys we're gonna talk about, which is uh, Putna. Yeah. All right, dude. Let me ask you this question, dude. What job in the MLS is more difficult to come into and then to have to come in and be the substitute teacher? For the lack of mm-hmm. a better word, in to this case, substitute of the year. <laughs> goalie to the teacher of the freaking decade. Yeah, of, of like the greatest teacher that the 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 school system has ever seen in this country. For sure. And you have to sit in for him for like a month. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like it's like the teacher that like works at like the inner city school and like gets the kids out of gangs. Yeah, like it's and, the, and, it's the and, and everyone ends up in like Ivy League schools, right. and yeah. they're all CEOs for sure. now. For sure. And you have to come in and like sit in and take care of his classes for a month. Right. To kind of throw some soccer back onto our little metaphor here, it's Nick Romando only sits when he is hurt. Um, I don't think there's really a whole lot that could happen for Nick Romando to lose his starting position. No. Um, you know, especially given where we are and with his retirement right. and everything. But man, did it feel good when Putna made that save. So- I I don't think he had a whole lot to do other than that. I think the goals that, you know, the two that Colorado put in were definitely not on him, and we'll get into the defense. Um, but but it's, it's, it's so reassuring to see a system that at this position has so consistently managed to produce talent. Like, like, I don't know if it's just everyone learning from Nick Armando. I don't know if we've got some goalie coaches that are just, like, phenomenal. Well, it's supposed academy. to be Jeff Kassar, remember? Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, by all accounts, Jeff Kassar is a phenomenal goalie coach. Everyone uh, says that, yeah. But it's like, at, at this point, it's happened so frequently that it can't be luck. Right. We take goalies and we make them good. Yes. To the point where there are many starting goalies across the league at this point that used to be Nick Romano's backup. Yes. Um, and their starters, every, like Atanella, no. in his prime, was a starter anywhere else but Real Salt Lake. Yes. Um, that's a cool thing to see. I'm getting a little sidetracked. I'm talking right, about the system and not the man. Yeah. Putna had himself a fantastic game. I uh, think Putna did not have himself a fantastic game. 90 minutes because he didn't have much to do sure but he came up big when we needed him to and this is why i was actually uh, uh, it's not joking i was playing with the idea of just putting the the talking points of sam johnson right next to patna Mm -hmm. because usually it's that number nine position that says it doesn't matter if they suck 89 minutes out of the game you don't see them they just need to be good when you need them Right. right we needed patna to be good once this whole game I mean, ideally, three times this whole game. But like we said, those other two goals weren't on him. Right, but th- that's like blaming a number nine for not converting a cross that was nowhere near him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right? I agree. So, I agree. 
like within capabilities, within human realm, mm-hmm. he had to be great one time of the game. <laughs> I, 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 this, you know, 2020 hindsight, yada, yada, yada. I was totally thinking as Kamara was stepping up to take the PK. Right. I was thinking, wouldn't this be the most Colorado thing in the world for him to miss it right now? I mean, ideally, like just sky it. <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, he, he, you know, Patna and came through when he needed it. Yeah. And the rest of the time, extremely solid. Oh, was for that sure. there was that one dribble he tried. Homie, let's not let's let's not do that. Right. Stick to All what right. you know. <laughs> let's you, just, you don't need you know, to be our speaker. When it comes pressure. back to you, just just cl- just kick it, right. man. Just clear it. All right. Because that was a semi heart attack right there. Uh, but yeah, super solid, and and just I mean the circumstances. Oh know? yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean that goal just, goes in. All of a sudden we have a totally different game. Those circumstances, man. I really I do still believe, despite Sam Johnson's play, and the goal, and oh my god, that awesome Corey Baird goal. That was a nice. I mean, goal. we don't even have that on the talking points. That was here. a nice goal. But like that was the, a nice goal. The the combination of that pass. Mm-hmm. By Beasler, of all people. Yeah, dude. To play to Corey Baird. Not even to Corey, to Corey Baird's preferred like right, but Corey, not even but, foot like toe. But it was pinpoint. But, but then Corey has to take down a forty-yard pass. Right, and not have a bounce off in in his stride. At, at, right at full full sprint. Full sprint, full speed, mm-hmm. and then convert it. And he does. He, all of that happens. I don't say this lightly. That was world class. It that should be on goal of the week. That that was world class. That should be a goal of the week candidate. It, I mean, if I didn't see it with my own two eyes, right? I know. To clarify, it. I'm not calling Corey Beard or Nick Beasler world class players. But that was a moment of just that brilliant. moment. Mm-hmm. Brilliant, absolutely. Brilliant. Oh my god, what a goal! All right, let's move on to the more negative sides. Yeah. One more individual I want to call out, and mm-hmm. you disagree with me, I think. Albert Rushniak. Yeah. So, converted the penalty today. Cool, calm, collected. Right. In the exact same freaking place as last week. He's got to cut that out. You know, he's getting predictable. But f- forget the PK. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of a big part of the game, but okay. It's a huge part of the game, but for this this specific talking point, I'm saying let's preface it with forget that hugely important part of the okay. game. And we will not get into all the details here because it's a quickie and we're almost 30 minutes in. But we will on Tuesday. Absolutely. Tuesday might be our first two-hour episode. At this rate, At yes. The, seriously, yeah. man. Albert Rushniak was extremely quiet today. Mm-hmm. Didn't see much of him. Didn't see much of him this year. He's our guy. Right. I'm going to make this argument on Tuesday. Okay. Well, you can... I'm going to give you a preface. All right. The reason we are in the position we are Mm -hmm. right now in the standings within this season is because of a lack of Albert Ruchniak's performance this year. Not saying it's bad. Mm -hmm. I'm saying it's not good enough. Yeah, it used to be better. And I would agree that this year has been worse for him than last year. I don't think that's like a... He, the, the caliber at which he is playing... I don't know about caliber. He's getting less of the ball. That That's very clear. That's a problem. And I'll agree with that. And I agree with that as well. I think Ruchnik on the ball is phenomenal. But he I, hasn't done a whole lot with it. 
when he has it. Uh, I don't know, man. He moves the ball pretty well. I think, and I, I'm not, I think, I know for a fact you're expecting Javi-esque play for him. I, but yeah. we just no longer play that system. And I think that's nope. where some of the frustration comes from. Um, then we do not need a $2 million number 10. I fundamentally disagree with you. I think Rushnak is very much worth his weight in gold. I think he brings a lot to the team, which we will get into on a Tuesday episode. Um, I don't think he had a great game. I don't think he had a bad game by any stretch of the imagination. I think when Rushnak has good to great games, Real Salt Lake has better performances. I think they are very directly correlated. Um, If I had to prep and defend against Real Salt Lake, I'd be like, hey, go cover this Rushnak guy. And I think that's kind of been more or less figured out. But I'm not with you where I think he had like a bad game uh, tonight. Maybe a quiet game. I will give you quiet game. Well, so that th- that's okay. Listen, mm-hmm. right? I'm li- I'm listening. I think Corey Beard, mm-hmm. other than the goal, mm-hmm. had a quiet game. Sure. Okay. I think. I mean, Putna, uh, other other than the PK save, had a quiet game. Had a quiet yeah, yeah, game. yeah. You need moments. Exactly. Yeah. I think Albert Rush, but here's the here's the difference. Huh? You put Corey Beard. Right. And Putna mm-hmm. together, right? And you times that by about twenty five, and you get the amount of money I mean, that, it's not that, that Albert Rushnak is not, making. It's not that much, first of all. Second of all, the PK that that was his that was his moment of brilliance. Like you got to have a dude that makes those. You got to here's what you got to here's what you have to have. You have to have a dude that misses a PK the week before, comes out the next week. And doesn't hesitate for a second that he's obviously going to be the guy to take right, the Let's PK. not get into that because remember a few days ago you were complaining about how he wasn't bitching about missing the PK after the game. And yeah, I was oh, saying absolutely. to you that's exactly what, you, what you want from your PK taker. Guess what a PK taker is not worth? In our system, $10 million. I mean $2 million. Yeah, no which one's is, worth $10 million. Which, which is quite literally 10 times that's where the 10 came from. The average really good player salary for uh, for RSL. I mean, I feel like you're struggling with math, but if I I think our average really good player makes about 200k a year, I think it's probably closer to five. No, it's not. I think it's like four or five, man. You're letting Nick Romando's and Kyle Beckerman's contracts carry you away, but we have a bunch of like 70 and 80 and 100 thousand dollar players. Sure, I'll bet you anything. Our contract average is closer to two than five hundred thousand dollars. I I I think you're probably right. Actually, I God damn it! I was trying to make I a actually, bet out of it so we can put it on the air. It's probably somewhere around like three hundred. I think though, which is closer to two than five. Right. Okay. That's so that I so you set a very low number, so I set a very high number, thinking we'd meet in the middle, and it probably is somewhere in the middle. It's not. I think it's like three hundred. Is well, I think if we were if to look I say at the, two and you say five, three is not in the middle. Obviously, but I'm saying if we take the average, <laughs> all right. Let's, if we take the let's average, keep, it'll let's probably keep be three. All I'm saying is this, right? And a, a promise. Actually, I'm going to write a thing on this um, because I I'll tell you after I figured out how to do the page easier. Um, there's no way a number ten anytime soon at RSL is not going to be compared. To Javi Morales, yeah, ever As, and they should ever, be ever. Yeah, that's and the think, that's the bar. And I remember Javi always having the ball, yeah, scoring, assisting, or at least wasting time. Sure, but I remember running the game. Right, there, there RSL was, always used to have used to have like seventy percent possession. 
in part because of Javi. No, that, that's because the whole of the diamonds. The diamonds. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, there's, n- there's no chance mm-hmm. in, with, in, within the minds of people who have followed RSL for a long time, uh, including us who have followed them through the Javi years, right? that a number 10, uh-huh. especially now, within this generation, is not going to be compared to Javi. I'm not saying don't compare them to Javi, but don't compare the same metrics. Like, we're just not playing no, the ball that metrics. way. No, forget metrics. It's not we're metrics. Not, but it, we're not playing the ball that way. We're not playing it down the middle. We push our he, ball out, usually defensively. Usually, we always push the ball out. Right, but through the midfield. The midfield was the pusher. That was pushing. Our, why, ball, why, why, why? our ball starts on the wings defensively. It why? starts from Nedham. It starts from Glad. It starts from the what fullbacks. Has, and then they run. Yes. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. It doesn't go through the middle. No. Yeah. Right. It does. I agree. It doesn't go through the middle. It used to go through the middle as far as Javi. That doesn't happen anymore. Then again, we don't need a two million dollar player at number ten in that case. Then 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 then, yeah, I don't think it does. I well, we'll I I I think he's a very good player. Right. I think he's an extremely good player. He converts him when he counts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Houston game for crying out loud. He's not ten times more worth than any player on the field. I mean, don't Based. just don't say just that. Like, who is it? Neta or uh, uh, Beasler? Beasler. Okay. He's, to me, he's this? definitely worth ten times more than Beasler today. Today, right now. Nope. Today, he's nope. worth more to me than Beasler passed that perfect ball he to, to Baird today. That was nice. But this okay. season, this season, Albert Ruschnack has been worth ten times more to me. All right, than we Beasler. have to move on. You know what? This this is a thirty-minute segment for Tuesday. See, this is probably going to be our first two-hour episode. Yeah, it's going to be rough. All right, last last talking. And it's really the big one, the one we wanted to get into. <clears throat> Lazy defense Dude. is all my bullet point says. Why don't mm. you start us off? Because so, I have so many, so many points on this. Go ahead. I mean, it's it's not really... I mean, if we could not shake the mic every time we got up, that'd be great. Um, Like, both Colorado goals, there's a bunch of just trees standing around in Clarendon Cobalt uniforms. It was like like no one is moving towards the ball. No one. Um, no one's being proactive. Our defense just like I have no idea what's going on. Nedum on right, set hold on, hold on, pieces. Hold on, hold on before you keep right, going. Right. Uh, I, I need to give you uh, some mechanical advice. Mm-hmm. Don't don't quiet your voice. Just speak it. I'm speaking. What just off off. Speak it. I spoke it. There you go. Now you're speaking it. They, Speak they like heard that. Me. They heard me. No. Nope. I guarantee you our not heard me. No, yeah. not barely. Just speak it. We haven't had a single complaint. <laughs> um, no, it's, yeah, we had a bunch of trees in in RSL uniforms off of both of the goals we conceded. It That's not okay. That's not going to cut it against any other team in the West. Like it, for crying out loud, didn't cut it against Colorado almost. Our defense was trying to give that game away. That's that's a little harsh. Our team was trying to give that game away. Defense especially, though. I mean, last week. Mm. Remember, uh, actually, we complained about both goals. What was the complaint? No one covering right. the guy with the damn ball when he gets the ball. It was not to complain about the final person who actually shot and got the goal because they were both nice goals. Right. Right. But how do you let someone sit 
how do you leave an unmarked man in the 18-yard box? Right. It's just it's it's the corner. Right. Oh yeah, my god. That was, that was bad. It was literally three people standing around. Yeah. I, I don't even want to say I mean they were watching not actively. No. No, ball watching would be a compliment. I mean, the, you have to pay extra for those kinds of seats. Yes, you know seriously. those seats are not cheap. That's right. That's, that's, that's on field VIP that's access. On field, right? Yeah. So those those guys that were the mirror was one of them. That 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 that's the scary part. Yeah, the mirror didn't look good. Yeah. I mean, I think Nedum had a few like this. Yeah, I, I would go so last far as to say that this was Nedum's first bad game. The last game. Uh, mm. On one of the goals, Nedum. Had a really bad moment. Let's say it that way. Right. Uh, I would say overall, if you consider the ninety minutes, Nedum still had more than a solid game. Last last game. last two games. Right. I'm saying tonight was oh, overall, overall. You think you might have had a bad game tonight? I remember on set pieces, our set pieces, him being really, really forward, trying to like get a yeah. Goal okay, in. I remember that. And it's like, dude, you got to get back. Like I'm all for you know trying to you know. Defenders, I mean, look, defenders who score, I get it, it's sexy, but you got to be ready for the counter. Colorado is not going to get a lot of chances. They're going to make the most off of set piece counters. You're talking about there was a set piece. There was a couple. There was a few. And there was a stretch. There was like a ten minute stretch. Right. No, I, I'm describing like a situation. Okay. Go right. For so it. let, it's, the, let it, the people know. It's it's a set piece, mm-hmm. and he went forward. On that set piece. Right. He's a big dude. You know, yeah. he's got a big uh, head. He should be forward. Absolutely. Makes sense. And after the set, be- set piece was over, there was a counter and he wasn't back in time to defend but said counter. Not correct? even back in time. It was like, it was no respect for Colorado. It was a very leisure. Oh stroke. my God. Okay. So you just hit the nail on the head there. So let's get over getting Nedham real quick. Because I agree with you. I think the last two games were Nedham's worst two games. I do think that uh, it, we think of it that way because they're situational, mm-hmm. right? So he had a really bad moment, in my opinion, last game. Right. When, you know. I, sure, you I, fixate I, on that. I, I was trying to make excuses for him. Yeah, we'd love on him. That, blinded like, on that blinded first, by love. Yeah, that first goal, I think it was. No, yeah, the first goal. Uh, he should have been that dead ball. And there were a couple of moments tonight where he should have been there. I do think overall, though, he had a good game. Mm. But he had a couple of really bad moments. Tonight. Yeah. Okay. That That's my view. Now, But defenders, like, like, that's where I have a problem with that. It's like, on defense, a couple of bad moments is unacceptable. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yep. yep. That's like being... If you've scored three on the road... Yes. It, you should win you, any and every game. It shouldn't be that yes. close. Especially on the road against Colorado. Right. Uh, but yeah, you, you're absolutely correct. So that's the difference. Like baseball. Mm-hmm. You're not a huge baseball fan. But if, if, you're, you know, if your primary job is a slugger, right? You're, you're a hitter. Okay. And you hit a, a, a 250. Sure. I know percentages are big in, in the baseball. Right. Uh, that's good. Okay. You hit twenty five. You get you get your bat on the on on the ball twenty five percent of the time. I mean, I'll take your word for it. I don't know. I'm yeah, not familiar yeah, with baseball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not great. You're not gonna be a hall of famer, but that's pretty good. I mean, I've got some sports analytics of my own that I like to share. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on, But if you're a pitcher, uh huh, 
okay, depending where you pitch. Sure. Right? So if you're a pitcher. Dude, this is not a baseball podcast that we're 39 minutes in. If you're so a pitcher. Let's get to, the, and, and, let's get and, to the, and, the point. So what I'm saying is like, in a compa- when you compare it, being a center back mm-hmm. in a soccer team is like being the closer in baseball. Okay. Who's the guy that comes in that pitches the ball right. like bottom of the ninth? You're already like up by one or two or three runs, okay. right? And his only job is to close the game out. Alrighty. I mean, talk about some nervy shit, right? Okay. So far, so good. That's what that's that's in my mind what the what central backs are. As, as a number nine, you can miss four chances. Mm-hmm. You convert the fifth. No one, no one even remembers sure, you before. Sure, right? It's, yeah, as, okay, I got gotcha. you. As a number five, yeah, which is what a center back should be, mm-hmm. you have Fifth. nine clearances, mm-hmm. and then mess up on the tenth. Everyone remembers the tenth, and nothing else. Right, absolutely. Right? So there's that. Absolutely, yeah, sure, but it's but that's his job. He signed up for that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's if you. Want I'm not to making st- excuses. I'm just, I'm just clarifying to RSL Nation right. what this means. All right, man, you got like a minute. Closing arguments. Tell me I'm what just, you think. I'm just gonna let the fans know this. Phoenix Rising, which is the Phoenix team out of, uh, what is that the UCL? I think. Yeah. Phoenix, Arizona. Well, obviously. Um, out of what? Oh, USL. USL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I say? Yeah. UCL? Yeah. USL, yeah. United you said Soccer UC League. something, yeah. The same one that the Monarchs play in. Yep. Um, they have this thing called $1 Beer Night. Yeah. They've apparently had it 10 times thus far in their history. Very brief history. And this is this is what I said when it's my kind of analytics. On $1 Beer Night, they are undefeated. I'm not saying it's going to 100% of the time work out in our favor, but... It's worth testing out, Deloy. It's worth testing out. So I think this has been a very long post-match quickie. Yeah. We're 40 minutes in. Well, we in. did call it. We said it was going to be a, a long one. Let me, Th- let me. This is this is how long the episodes just used to be. So let me just let me let me just clarify one thing, two things. Uh-huh. When you say they're undefeated on the, $1 oh, oh, Sorry, they haven't lost. Right. 3 points. 10. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, but okay, it goes beyond that. No ties. It goes beyond that. What's the, what's okay, it could be like they played three games. Oh, right, right, right. It's so 10. It, there's a significant number. Yeah, yes. The sample size. It's a healthy sample the size. The sample size is through the roof. 10 games, 10 wins. Now, the lawyer's not going to do it. You know why, right? Utah. Laws. Yeah. We actually, some... it's illegal to have specials on alcoholic beverages. And there it is. Down. There it is in a nutshell. That's why we can't have a 10 game winning streak. Arsenal Nation, this has been a long quickie. But we still love you. Have yourself a good night. We'll see you Tuesday.